the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. We're the only show on talk radio that is all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which is just about everything. Real estate is a topic of endless fascination for all of us. Eye on Real Estate has been here every Sunday for nine years, maybe even longer, going on ten, and it's been our pleasure to let you know the latest of what's going on because, like I said, whether you live in a $100,000 house, whether you have a rental, whether you live in a $20 million house, whether you're a teenager, kids, older people, everyone wants to talk about real estate. I hope this show has been of value to all of our listeners as well as being entertaining. And did you know that real estate has been the foundation? I think I've told you a lot of times on this show, it's been the foundation of wealth for 90% of the world's millionaires. And not only it is the best investment you can make if you make it right, and if you're willing to hold it, even though they show you all the flips on TV, you got to be careful with them. But you can live in a home and create dreams in it, and it's all of our safe havens. My co-host, Andrew Lee. And Ace Wanasu Park with us today. Andrew is a prominent real estate attorney, author, and lecturer. If you Google him, he knows everything about real estate law. And Andrew will be happy to answer any legal questions you have. So give us a ring at 866-970-9622. This week, Andrew is going to discuss a new discrimination law for commercial property owners. You really want to hear it. Things change quickly, and you got to keep on top of it. Ace Watasuparp is here with us today, and Ace is the vice president of Citizens Bank, and res- which does residential lending there, and he works with all of Douglas Elliman as a preferred lender. Citizens is one of the nation's oldest <coughs> and largest financial institutions, and um, we want to thank them, as I always do, for all of their support. They also support their customers by providing an integrated experience. That includes mobile and online banking, a 24-7 customer contact center, and the convenience of approximately 3,200 ATMs. You can easily find more information on Citizens at CitizensBank.com. That's CitizensBank.com. And by the way, I practice what I preach. So when I had to get a mortgage, I went to number one, Ace, and Citizens. Good morning, Daddy. Good morning, Good morning, everyone. Ace. I said it's really f- fall. Yeah, it's fall now. Yeah. And we're, I, you we're know, I our, like fall. Our sweaters, our hoodies now. Yeah, I, I like fall, but it's sad. Like I just, I did. A, you know, we did on the show. Uh, 
Andrew and I said we want to petition for a month more of summer. Yes. And I kind of think we got it. Yeah. Right. Donnie, we hit it right on the nail as soon as October came around. Right. It, it just changed. So I think next year we just have to increase our petition a little. Yes, yes. That's it. We had a lot of feedback, but we've got to get more. And you know what? If you don't take an action, nothing changes. So we're going to take an action. It might take us a while, but anything that's worthwhile takes a while. So we're going to get that <laughs> month that of summer truth? if it's the last thing we do. Huh. Andrew, we can't. We we really want to talk to you about discrimination. I was telling Ace, I just came back from D.C. and I was, uh, you know, with top CEOs from all the real estate companies across the country, regardless of their brands. And uh, God, it's a, it's it's really an interesting time we're in, not only for real estate for anybody, because I think the world is really, you know, it changes, and in front of you it's changing. And I always say, you know. If you don't, one day somebody says, what happened? Because you haven't kept up with it. And whether it's your industry or not, you really got to keep up what's going on. Say, because really, I see down the road, we're going to do business entirely different. And of course, we saw all these other models of real estate. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say just because this is how we do it, it's the only way to do it. But I don't understand, and maybe you guys have an opinion on it. Now, they're using artificial intelligence a lot. And to give you an example of what I'm talking about is if you look at Amazon, and mostly everyone's been on Amazon <laughs> for something. I love that store. I love that store. <laughs> I, I can't stop, Dottie. Do you know, you know when you know you have an Amazon problem? I <laughs> ordered a recycling bin from Amazon to throw out my boxes from Amazon. Get out of here. I'm telling you, it came. The recycling bin came because I didn't have enough room in my recycling bins. Because every day, I just, I can't stop. You know, like when you can't sleep in the middle of the night. Oh, that's so me. So I buy, <laughs> I just buy stuff. That's me. But anyhow, they, you know, they know, you know, they they track every movement, every decision, everything that you buy, every, your patterns, when you, when you Google that, when you, when you write into them. And they're going to be able to tell when you're going to buy something before you know you're going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And so they're using artificial intelligence that way <clears throat> uh, to really get to the consumer and reach you as a consumer. All of us are consumers when it comes to housing. We all need some place to live uh, before you even know you want to move <laughs> or before you even know, you know that you now are ready to buy. Um, it's really very interesting. So, And there's all these... Technologies, God, I mean, I was like, you know, I was, I, I learned so much because everybody brings the best of things that they're doing and then they have vendors with new products. And we come, and then, you know, we really spent a lot of time talking about issues in our industry. And again, these are companies, 500 offices, the ones, you know, Berkshire Hathaway and Reology. And you know what? We decided for whatever it's worth, because no one exactly knows the future but the man upstairs. But I, that, you know what, technology is great, but technology without that human mm -hmm. piece of it. So, Dottie, you know what I see um, Ace doing, and I, I, Ace, I watch you online all the time, I think it's awesome, is all about that soft skills. Because even though the technology can know all these things, they can't really know you. 
and Ace, I always see you like when we're going when I go to your office or something like that, and you got to teach your teams always that you got to be able to connect with people. And I think Dottie to connect this whole thing together, what Element's been doing, and we've been doing these trainings for years oh. now, is how do you connect without discriminating? That's the real question. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never thought of it that way. Okay, I really just never did. Uh, but it's something we should talk about because I. You know, never thought about it. And, I, I, you know, one of the things I was going to discuss today, because many times we talked a couple of years ago, maybe, and Ace, you were, you know, we talked about that people were trying to get, you know, their homes. They were trying to buy homes. And we were saying, you know, not that someone's going to pay you, pick someone who's buying it for a lot less, but sometimes they pick a person that they like. Yeah. Um, so if you're nice to the sellers and you... You know, say, be, you know, gee, you know, I, I see your son plays hockey. I played hockey when I was younger, and find some things in common. Doesn't always happen, but does. And then there was a whole time when people were writing love letters, and it was in the papers. It said, <coughs> write a love letter, send your offer in, and write a love letter. And later on the show, we're going to talk about it because I just read, and I'm going to ask you about this, Andrew. Don't write yeah. a love letter to your seller. And I, I, you know, and I read the article, and it goes on to say that. You know, if you write a love letter, and let's say you say, my kids would love the beautiful back that you have with the pool, they'd love to play there, you might be discriminating against somebody, the homeowner, without realizing it, that doesn't have kids. I mean, so I'm, I'm going to get into it later. It's kind of an interesting thing, because I wouldn't have on yeah. the surface think there's anything wrong with telling a seller what I love about their that's property. True. But there's a whole other side of it, and that's why we need you. And that's why we have Eye on Real Estate, to keep you on top of all of the issues that go on. So we'll talk about that later. Um, I have a question ready for you, Ace, that someone's called in. And so if you could hold on, Renee, I just want to mm -hmm. tell you that on, in 1931, on this day, because I always tell you what happened on this <coughs> day, the first nonstop trans-Pacific flight from Japan to Washington was made, listen to this, you wouldn't get me on this, a single prop plane. Ooh. Wow. Meaning one, I, I don't even know if they have an engine. They might just have a prop. But That's scary. But, right. Scary. Long flight with one engine. Yeah. But make sure that you always are in a plane with two engines. Because if one yeah, goes, like at least there's like another two, You know? Yeah. I had a, an old partner years and years ago, and he w used to be a fighter pilot. And so he bought this little small plane, and I'm telling you, you could push the plane with one hand. It was like a little Volkswagen plane. And I was scared to go on it. He's like, no, just go on it. You're like... And then we're in the air, and I'm freaking out. Um, and uh, he says, I said, well, listen, you know, um, if you should have a heart attack, uh, is there a manual that I could read to, like, learn how to, like, so I could land this plane? <laughs> and he said, uh, no, I think you're dead. And I unfortunately do know an attorney that I was very, that he was in his early 30s, and they went to Vegas, so it's a short, not Vegas, they went to Atlantic City, which is a short trip from New York. Yeah. And they didn't hire a co-pilot, and it was a single-engine plane, and the co-pilot and the and the the pilot had a heart attack, and then the engine went. So if you're gonna always be with a double-engine plane, because but that's the very start of it. Now, a prop plane does it have an engine? I'm not sure, or does it just have that <clears throat> propeller? So, Dottie, I just have to say this because my mother might be listening, because my sister and her fiancé go on these one-engine planes. Please stop doing it, Denise. I, you're, you're killing <laughs> us all. Stop. 
Denise, stop. Denise, please we're, listen to your we're brother. We're telling you stop. Don't do it. Oh, it makes my heart <laughs> drops every time I see a picture of them with a single engine plane. Dottie kills me. We hope she listens. Yeah, um, please. You got to listen to Dottie, Denise. Listen, I'm telling you, <laughs> don't go on a single engine plane. Planes are great, but not single engine. You know, don't leave that I'm to with chance. You. Um, and also on today's date in 2017, the New York Times published an investigation. Um, and it seems like it was yesterday, into sexual harassment. And now that's by Hollywood's producer, Harvey Weinstein. It seems like that was yesterday, but that was yeah. 42 years ago. Wow. Did he even, they don't even have a, they don't have a verdict on him, do they? I don't think so. I guess it takes a long time to go to trial. And on today's date in 1956, the Ten Commandments, directed by Cecil D. DeMille, starring Charlton Heston, which was a famous uh, uh, movie uh, opens in the U.S. It's a great movie. Oh, like I is. recommend people watch that. I, I love that movie. I remember the oceans opened, right? Didn't he walk across the ocean? It's amazing. Yeah, with his staff. He puts down his staff, Dottie. Yeah, and well, it's amazing. I want to try it, but I don't think it would work. You know what I, I think, think you could sometimes do it. I'd be sitting in my car and there's tons of traffic, and I envision, because <laughs> they say if you envision, like if you see things that happens, and I've done that in my whole career, so I try to see my car rising above all the cars yep. and flying over the traffic. Dottie, <laughs> the problem is you don't have a staff in your car. If you bring the staff with you, you <laughs> could do this. I'll remember that. We're but listen, get you a staff. if we come up with that, you know, if we come up with something, an invention, we'll still do radio because we would not think of it. But listen, that could be, you know, we could be on easy street. It would be great. We we should bring the radio show and we could pitch on Shark Tank with our with our invention. We could oh, say, yeah. listen, yeah, we could say we have the staff of the car that rises up. Right, and you'll never be stuck in traffic anymore. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful would love it. Yeah, we would we would we would we would that would really be a winner. Let me take a quick winner. question from Renee. Thanks, Renee, for calling and Welcome to Iron Real Estate. Hi How there, Dottie. I listen to your show every Saturday. So enjoyable. So I just found out about a, a San Francisco-based company called Verb House, and they're offering um, an alternative home financing situation. It seems to me like it's combining owning and renting in a lease purchase option. And I was wondering if you or your legal staff have any background that you can share with me on this? I, you know, and I just came back from D.C., as I said, so we were on top of all the latest companies and, 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 and different ways of doing things that they have. Now, I haven't heard of that yet, but uh, I do, in my uh, career, have seen a lot of, uh, not a lot, I, I wouldn't say I've seen a lot, lot, but there are people that will rent with an option. Correct, rent with an and option And basically that's, you know, now I don't know what their program is, but I will look. At, uh, you know, I I will definitely have that answer for you next week. Um, even so though I'm next just going to jump in too. Like, yeah. I'm going to jump in too, Renee. Is in Boy's house. So out of San Francisco, just, California, and they also indicate that they will buy your home back from you at some point if that's what you wanted to do. Well, yeah, Renee, I just talk interest, about that. Go ahead, Andrew, and then I just can, just an interesting tidbit from New York, and this is something because forgetting Verb and what they're doing there, I have a lot of clients that say I want to offer someone. This is interesting that they could buy it by paying me an installment payments, which is kind of like what you're all describing here, and what the courts in the state of New York say is call it whatever the 
you want, but at the end of the day, this is going to be a mortgage, and you're going to have to foreclose on the buyer. And so I think that's kind of interesting, is that even if you don't call it a mortgage, even if you write it other ways, so the buyer is going to get all the protections under the mortgage law. And that happens quite often, Dottie, where we, we do it with deeds and escrow and all these other things. And it always turns out to be a foreclosure action, which gives buyers tons of protections. So as a buyer, what you're saying, Renee, sounds great. Uh, if you're thinking about structuring this in New York, I'm concerned because the cost of you going after and getting this house back when people don't pay is going to be astronomical. Got it. Okay. All right. I appreciate but, but, it. You know I'll what? Sure I, I don't know enough about it, but I will tell you this, and I will have an answer next week. Even though next week we're going to be, we're going to be doing the show live from the Maidstone, um, in East Hampton with the film festival is there, and we'll yeah, be on the porch awesome. there, interviewing all the celebs and the directors. <laughs> cool. Uh, but you okay, know what? Well, thank you kindly, and You're enjoy welcome. the rest of your day, and I'll listen to next Saturday. Thank you. Uh, but speaking of that. There are a lot of companies. I don't think that they're in New York State. They're starting. They started with areas like where they're like cookie cutter homes. Yeah. So let's say there's a developer that built thousands of homes, and they all look alike. Maybe some have more improved than others. And what they're doing is they have a program, and there's a couple of companies I can I forget their names. That right now, if you don't want to put it on the market and you don't want to deal with, you know, buyers coming in, and by the way, that's no fun, showing houses, they will buy your property. And they have, a, you know, an artificial intelligence formula that goes, that they go in, and it's all artificial intelligence. And again, these are not kind of where every house is different. And they will tell you right on the spot, basically by some algorithm and formula here's what we'll spend and it you know it might be a little bit less but it's not extremely less I mean it's not, not you know nothing and but the beauty of it is that you get your home and you can walk out and they give you the cash and if you and the only thing that they say about real estate that's negative because it is a great investment especially if you can hold it is that it's not liquid Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. True. And today with these, well, it can be liquid with companies like this, but also, you know, and on, on, on a, a day that we talk about it, you can also use the equity in your home to really bring, you know, liquidity. And one topic that we should talk about with Ace uh, is should you get an equity loan even if you don't need it? Oh, I want to know that. And yeah. have like, like a little <clears throat> spare credit card. For sure. Okay, I'd love to talk about that. Because yeah. that's like having a credit card that you don't really pay any money if you never use and, it. So, and Dottie, your interest rate is so much letter, so less much than lower, a credit card, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's another thought. And we should talk about yeah. that also, Ace. Yeah. If you're carrying a sure. big interest card, if you're to credit card debt. You could get a you know, depending on what that interest, but I'm sure it's going to be high. You probably can take a, a, yeah. a home equity and and really pay that some of that debt at a lot less money. And that's what a lot of people are doing, Dottie. So that's common right now, yeah. right, with rates being so low. But Dottie, going back to, <clears throat> um, I guess rent to buy. This was something that was really popular about a decade ago when oh. when the market wasn't as robust. But I can talk about it after the break. So yeah, no, we're going to talk about that. It's a rent option, and that caller has. A you know, it's a great topic, yeah, and people really good can topic. do it, and it's good for certain people. Like I said, we don't cookie cutter. Different things for different people at different times in their lives. And Ace will talk a little about that, and rent option to buy. 
as soon as we're back with the break. 866-970-9622. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. There's a great new product that every dog owner needs. It's called the Headlight Harness. I got one for Otis. I love it. Invented by a local New Jersey couple, Marilyn and Peter Pianelli. The headlight harness has a bright LED light, and it's right in the chest of the harness, making your dog highly visible to vehicles and illuminating the path so you don't need a flashlight, and it scares off wild animals. The headlight harness is perfect for securing pets in a vehicle with its easy, quick access handle. Avoid hefty tickets and keep your pets safe, please. The headlight harness comes in a variety of colors and sizes to fit any dog. It can be customized with the pet's name on it, with the contact info. It slips on easily, makes it impossible to escape. Hey, to order the headlight harness which i absolutely love please go to headlightharness.com use the promo code am970 for 20 percent off any product on the site headlightharness.com or call 800-597-0181 sebastian gorka here for relief factor the 100 drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just $19.95. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. If you have a rodent or pest problem at your home or business, don't spray harmful toxic chemicals. Use Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic pest control device that uses your wiring to get rid of pests fast. Just plug it in. One customer had a warehouse with a rat problem. He was catching over 20 rats a day. He called pest controllers, but nothing solved the problem. Then I came along. My plug-in pest-free commercial system got rid of the rats, and since then he's seen maybe three in the last 12 months. Plug-in pest-free is not a sonic device. It's chemical-free and gets rid of pests safely and effectively for years. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a two-year warranty. Now that's fair dinkum. Order today and get 20% off at gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget with plug-in pest-free. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of besthotgrill.com. Not only do we have great grills, but also the best hot patio heaters. We are the nationwide distributor for Bromic Radiant Patio Heaters, the very best patio heater that you can get. The Bromic heaters use the same radiant burner technology as our Solaire infrared grills, so they heat up fast and keep you warm so you can enjoy your backyard grill and outdoor living spaces into the night and all year round. Bromic heaters have stylish contemporary designs that fit perfectly in backyard and restaurant patios. We have gas and electric models to suit most installation needs, 
and a portable gas heater that directs the heat where you want it, not the bushes and walls like the mushroom heaters. For top quality performance and aesthetics, you want Bromic Radiant patio heaters and Solaire infrared grills. Learn about these amazing grills and heaters at besthotgrill.com. That's besthotgrill.com. Besthotgrill.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and you're listening to I on Real Estate. And uh, I'm Dottie Herman. I'm here with Ace Barsupop, our financial expert, and Andrew Lieb, our eagle. A, a legal eagle. Excuse legal me. eagle. An eagle. I like that. Okay. I like it, yeah. Um, a I'm, legal I'm going to start starting my name that way, Dottie. Eagle. I like that. <laughs> and we were talking before the break. Ace was talking a little about um, an alternative to buying or renting, and that was rent. With yeah, property. sellers and buyers, they came together. They had a creative way to structure a purchase, and how they did it was it was a rent to, to buy. So basically what happens is they have a price that they – come to an agreement with you know it's not paid until let's say two years later after the lease is up and they have a price that they that they fix but during the two years while you're paying rent it's actually used as your down payment so basically what happens is the buyer continues to sort of build equity because the rent that they're paying is equivalent to a down payment and then the purchase the seller actually has a future purchaser uh, depending on the price what they'll do is they'll set a price two years down the line and then they'll do an appraisal value to make sure that their price is in line with the market price. And that's how they they had transactions, um, I guess, uh, close, you know, back in the day when the market well, was a little. you do that all the time. And, you all know, the time. when we had high yeah. interest rates, and I was that's exactly right, in business when the interest rates were 17%. 17%, yeah. And so, you know, you didn't qualify for a lot. Correct. And everyone had to be creative. Yeah. And we really were. And the sellers and the buyers and the real estate brokers and the attorneys, we all worked together and made things happen. Yeah, you get creative, you know. You so. know, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Okay, so you guys don't know how lucky you are with free money in my case. By the way, it's now a buyer's market in Manhattan real estate and most of the tri-states so that you know. Um, the volume of sales and prices of condos and co-ops fell in the third quarter in almost every real estate category. What does that mean? It's not a fire sale. You're not going to like you know get it for nothing. But it's a good good prices. Uh, brokers saw it coming. We saw it at Douglas Elliman, but um, that didn't soften the blow. And it's not that people are losing their shirt. It's like if they could have made a $500,000 profit and now they're making a $450,000 profit, or if they could have made 50000 now they're making 20000 that's like, oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, so, but it is a good time to, to, to uh, buy. And um, there were 2,562 sales in the third quarter, which is down 14%, about 14% uh, compared to the same period last year. And I think that's also because of that tax that was coming. Yes. Everybody last year tried to get closed before the deadline because we had the tax that was came was it July 1st, that extra tax? July 1st, yeah. Yeah. So – um, much of the slowdown is really, though, at the top of the market. At the bottom of everybody's market, no matter where you are in the world or in the country, uh, you know, there's always a more of a demand at the lower end of the market. 
Uh, so the it, it really the slowdown occurred more in the very very high ends of the market and maybe some of the new developments uh, because they only built high end because you can't really build anything cheap in New York City. Uh, so, uh, but I but but New York, as I said, I think I said on I don't know the show I was on. It's still the number one the place one people want to live in. Okay, and again, I tell them New York stop taxing us. You know, we pay a lot of taxes and we're willing to pay and we're living to pay, pay at a premium. But then there gets a point that you need to. It's enough. We're taxed. We have too many taxes. However, the number of million dollar New York City neighborhoods skyrocket. So if you bought wow. in New York City, uh, the Big Apple areas where it cost one million dollars to buy a home has quadrupled over the last decade. Hmm. Okay, quadrupled over the last 10 years. In 2010, only four neighborhoods in New York had a median recorded sales price of $1 million or more. And that's uh, from something I read in Street Easy. Five years ago, that number jumped to 17%, which it remains now, today. And two neighborhoods broke the threshold for the very first time. Williamsburg, which is... Um, in Brooklyn, and the Lower East Side both broke the $1 million mark for the first time this year. Yeah. So, hey, if you're living there and you bought there, even though it was high when you bought, uh, the median recorded sales price in Brooklyn is over a million, it's $1 million and change, thanks to its many East River fronting condo towers with views that are probably better than Manhattan views, okay? <laughs> They're amazing. They're amazing. Amazing. Um, and then the jump, which is a trendy Lower East Side, which was the cheapest place. That you, I mean, it was the, not cheap, but it was probably the most inexpensive place in New York City. And then people went there and it became very trendy. It was like the old Greenwich Village was. And uh, the medium recorded sales price in the lower, and don't forget, you know, that's down, down, down at the end. Sales price hit $1,371. Wow. And I remember when you just walk around there and you'd only you get your Gus's pickles and there was nothing there, and that one three seven you just said, wow. Yeah, and in 2010, no Brooklyn neighborhood cracked the list. Okay, now that's nine years ago. The four enclaves were Soho, Tribeca, Flatiron, and Chelsea. But in 2019, the city's million-dollar neighborhoods are in Brooklyn. Besides Williamsburg, the priciest homes are in Park Slope. Brooklyn Heights, Prospect Heights, and Greenpoint. Yeah. And Manhattan, by the way, you know, even though the prices have slowed down. So when you read in the papers, it looks like, oh, my God, there's a fire sale in Manhattan. And, hey, prices have slowed up. It's a great opportunity. However, Manhattan is the home to the majority of the million-dollar neighborhoods. Joining the Lower East Side are the ritzy enclaves of Tribeca, Soho, Flatiron, Midtown, Greenwich Village, Gramercy Park, Chelsea, and the West and East Village, Upper East Side, and the Upper West Side. And um, so even though the sales of marketing, you know, the, 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 is cooling a little bit, we expect the number of million-dollar neighborhoods to continue to grow in New York City. Um, the study said our eyes are on Long Island City for future growth of now turning that goes. And you couldn't give Long Island City away 15 years ago. You really couldn't. That is true. Okay, and people that were pioneers, everyone asked me, oh, Johnny, where should I buy? How do I make money? And I'm saying, well, look at these people. Either by luck, they just happened to buy something in a place like Red Hood right. that just went up and more than other places, or they took a risk. 
and they said, I'm going to buy in this area. I see there's an infrastructure coming. I see new developments coming. And they held it. Uh, but, it, you know, that's just showing you uh, that if you do some homework and you have a little luck and you're willing to hold something, real estate is not like a stock. I tell people, a stock, you know, you could have a stock that's, you know, $100 a share tonight, today. Well, it's not going to trade on Saturday, but on Monday and on Tuesday it falls to like $12. Okay, but real estate doesn't happen that way. You know, it doesn't just drop unless there's some national disaster. You know, it really just eases around, eases around, okay? I don't know if this is good news or not, Ace, but, you know, and uh, Andrew, I bet you, I don't, because I remember when I was a kid, my father, we would drive into the city sometimes, and I would watch. <laughs> we'd be driving, I'd see all the hookers on the streets, and I'm like, oh, we wanted to see them, the street. Well, this the strippers, the adult video stores, and the X-rated movie theaters on 42nd Street, which I remember from being a little kid. And I said, Dad, drive through those blocks. You want to see it. Okay. You're fun. Well, we'll listen. Yeah. It's coming back. It's coming back. Yes. Wow. Now, I don't think this is a good thing. I want to hear how you feel, people. Okay, the city's 2001 zoning regulation <clears throat> aimed at cleaning up Times Square by restricting where jiggle joints could be located is a relic of priggish past a Manhattan judge ruled. It's a relic. And the federal judge, William Pauley, in a decision issued last Monday, I keep you very current, upheld the ongoing block enforcement of the law because no one has yet decided whether it is actually constitutional. Okay, referring to the plaintiff as owners and operators of gentlemen's cabarets or in layman's terms, strip clubs, Foley said their lawsuit against the regulators has been ensnared in a time warp for a quarter of a century. The city's landscape, they, he says, has transformed dra dramatically. And uh, the secondary effects of adult establishments 25 years ago is not what happens today. So I don't, you know, there are probably still more fights to go. Uh, but that was in 2001 where they had zoning that said... Uh, you could keep, that it would keep any X-rated establishment from operating within 500 feet of a school, church, or any other warranty business. So we'll see what happens, yeah, but we'll that's probably good news to people and bad news to others. I don't think it's a good thing, but whatever. Yeah. Well, what's interesting, Dottie, is it's not just about strip clubs. It's about the constitutionality about zoning businesses out of communities. Right. So a lot of people got to realize that these laws aren't just applied to one group of businesses or another. It's what a local government can do as far as restricting businesses overall. So what happens to one business could happen to another business. And we have to have uniform rules. So I think it was kind of interesting. Andrew, when we come back, what I want you to talk about to everyone Please. is let them know the new rent law. Oh, and how ooh. that affects ooh. people and overcharge rents. We'll be right back. Right after the break. You've poured your heart and soul into building your small business when suddenly an unforeseen cost or legal matter rears its ugly head and you're put on hold by one of those big business insurance companies. They expect you to just press one and wait to hear their automated menu of options to put the fire out. 
Here at Honeconti Perino Insurance, we're putting the person back into personal when it comes to small business insurance. Talk to us, the Michaels, at 212-777-7113. We'll walk you through a customized policy that matches your business needs, and you won't have to endure any mundane hold music. You'd be surprised how many headaches can be avoided with the right business insurance. Like anything good in life, attention must be paid. You'll get our longstanding experience in the industry. We've heard everything. Call Honeconti Perino today at 212-777-7113 or visit honigconti.com h-o-n-i-g-c-o-n-t-e dot com Conti Perino Insurance protecting your business is their business balance of nature changing the world one life at a time I think it's the only thing that stops me from getting sick and you know what I didn't really have any health issues and I still really don't you know I'm going to be 60 this year but the thing is um Sometimes you don't realize like little things that I'm like, oh my gosh, I I had broken my foot years and years and years ago. And the top of my foot was always sensitive and I couldn't really touch it. And the other day I realized, you know what? I I can touch the top. It doesn't even hurt anymore. You know, like little things that you don't even know until one day you just go, I wonder if that's what, you know, whatever. Just in general, I just feel like I'm really blessed to be this healthy at 60, you know. So that's why I'll I'll keep taking it. <laughs> I was trying to get my husband to, because it was an autoimmune disease he, he got, but he wound up dying from septic shock from a infection that he got in the hospital. I can't even, ugh, I'll start crying again right now. But my daughter still lives at home with us. We're just still reeling over it, you know. So it's it's been so tough. And you go every day for 10 weeks. Every day I was there all day with him. That kind of stress, the same stress of all the things and all the stuff. And I don't even get sick. And everybody around me is getting, you know, and I'm, and again, like a couple sleeping in the hospital one night with this, something else happens. I mean, like stress, like unbelievable stress. And I'm telling you, I, I just, I don't get sick. I don't get sick. I, I really, I believe in it wholeheartedly. I really do. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Call or go online now and become a preferred customer, which gives you our best pricing and free shipping. And we'll take off an additional $25 on your first order. This will be a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code THEANSWER. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. Let me tell you about the Atlantis Yacht. If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, clients, or employees, plan an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Beautiful skyline views, a gourmet food and bar menu, first-class entertainment. What's not to love? Your guests are going to be so impressed. I'm telling you from personal experience, it's a top-notch experience. The Atlantis is the yacht we take out every single year for our big client cruise event. Go ahead and start planning your standout event today whether it's a corporate event wedding engagement party retirement party an anniversary celebration impress your guests with a first class experience aboard the atlantis why wait call new york cruises to schedule a private viewing of the atlantis 212-633-1231 212-633-1231 mention am 970 the answer for a free menu upgrade 212-633-1231 or visit newyorkcruises.com it's i on real estate got a question call 866-970-9622 here's douglas elements ceo dotty herman 
866-970-9622. Call us with any of your questions. Um, so I, right before the break, was uh, talking to Andrew Lee, our legal eagle, about the hmm. new, which we've had, you know, talked about on the show, the new rent laws uh, and how they, that were enacted in June and allowed more tenants to file overcharge complaints against their landlords. So you want to fill us in on you know, what's going on with the new rent laws? First, you better tell everybody, you know, not, not everyone really is affected if you don't rent, you know. Why don't you tell them how it changed first and then tell them what, what the ramifications are? Dottie, I think this just is the most important thing that's happened in real estate in decades and decades. It's 74 pages, single-spaced of new laws. So we're not going to be able to touch it all while we're talking about it right now. But 74 pages, single-spaced. It doesn't just deal with the rent-regulated apartments like stabilized or controlled or Emergency Tenant Protection Act. It deals with normal apartments, too, and has caps on security deposits and all sorts of other things. But you were talking about overcharges, so I just want to jump right into that. What it does is if your landlord was illegally charging you more on a rent-regulated property, it now makes almost automatic that you're going to get three times, if you were going to go sue, three times the overcharge in damages, and it gets rid of the statute of limitations, and it so gives all sorts of rights okay, so if to go – what you say, Dottie? If you're overcharged. Yeah. Now you – so, but don't you have to prove it? So, how do you have to go? You do have to prove it, it Dottie, but they changed the proof. That's sort of the last thing I was about to say. It used to be, Dottie, that um, there was all these obligations of records. and Now, there's presumptions against landlords that don't keep records, and they've got to keep records for years and years and years and years. And here's the most important thing. This is what our listeners need to hear. If you're someone that lives in a rent-regulated place, there's now mandatory attorney's fees that come along with it. So you can go to almost any attorney that does this, and they'll say, I'm on board. I'll go figure it out for you. Wow. Game-changing. Game-changing. In fact, I was doing trainings. I do trainings all the time yeah, on this. We're teaching a, a CLE on this to attorneys. So oh, Douglas Elman, we do it too. Yeah. I was at Douglas Elman yesterday. We were doing it in Bridgehampton. The day before in Bayside. The day before that in New York City. We're on top of this at Douglas Elman. But I was about to say I'm teaching attorneys about this because they're getting flooded with calls, Dottie. Flooded. Attorneys don't even know what to do yet. They're so flooded. So who do you – okay, so let's, let's just go to the pros and cons. I mean, I guess – well, the pro is if, if I'm owed money to my landlord – and um, I'm going to, as long as I can prove it, however you have to prove it, I'm going to get three times the amount he owes me? Yeah, three times the amount he owes you. You can go after and overcharges, and that's a real game changer. And, Dottie, I want to ask you a question, just an ace. I want your opinion on this because I know the answer. I want to know what you think. Before this law, what do you think New York State ranked in the country for tenant protection? Because, you know, it's called the Housing Stability and Tenant Protection Act. And so they said the justification is we were ranked X, so we wrote these laws. So, Dottie, what do you think? New York State was ranked well, ace before the law. I thought, the they law. Were pretty, I thought they were pretty tenant-friendly, New York. New York was only 39th. We were 39th, 39th. in the nation for tenant protection ranked really? so before this law. Wow. So for everyone saying New York was already so protective, we were only the 39th most protective state. Now, now after this law, we might be number one. But before yeah, this we law— we might be number one now, Andrew, so— <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now we're number one, probably. But before this law, we were only 39th. Wow. Well, okay, so, Andrew, I'm, I'm just reading something, and I, I was reading that, that basically they're saying, how do you like this as to bring to the what's going on with politics? It's an abuse of power, okay? Like, if you're a landlord yeah. and you're abusing your power, 
and you, you know that surpassed the cost of apartment renovations onto tenants. Now, I, I have yeah. to understand why that's an abuse of power because if I fix your apartment, I, I, I wouldn't be doing it for free or why would I buy buildings? But And they're saying, and to Great use question. such rent hikes to permanently so, remove apartments from the domain of rent regulations. Okay, so I'm not understanding, I mean... Well, you just answered it, Dottie. You just answered it. It's not that you just passed the, the money across. What landlords were doing is they were passing it in such a way under the old law, you could do certain improvements and deregulate an apartment. And so what they were doing is landlord's game number one historically was, how do I get market rate rents? How do I get market rate? I need to get rid of this regulated. And I'm not telling you that's good, bad, because you know on iron real estate, we don't really go into politics. But what I'm saying to you is historically, landlords had a million games till Sunday to deregulate. An example, I could say my family wants to move in because they need to be able to use it. And I would kick the tenant out, and I would be able to live there. The new law says you, your family, your co-partners are the owners. You get one time to do that. That's it. So now, so the, okay, but let me ask you. I mean, look, and I, again, I, you know, I think until everything going to have some time, you don't really kind of look at, you think you're fixing something and you create another problem. But, okay, the past, okay, so in other words, it'll, the new law allows, I think, a pass along to tenants, if I'm reading this correctly, of $15,000 only once every one to five years. Well, that's It's like 15 years, Dottie. What you're 15, talking about is what's called me. major so capital 15, improvements. 000, so if I put major capital improvements in the apartment, I, can't I can only increase it 15, like once in 15 years. There's all sorts of restrictions, and by the way, the law even says that there's going to be regulations coming out on it. But I want to hit a simpler thing that you just said a second ago, and I thought that was more important than even the, t the topic we're on. You just said it, and it was so important, the law of unintended consequences. Right. And what you were saying is the tenants might be the – no one's going to improve it now. Why would anyone That's improve it now? That's what I said last yeah. week. That's what we were talking yeah. about. Not Why is anyone going to do it? Listen, if you spent money to buy a property, an investment property, to get rents – and now you're going to keep those up because you should, okay? Well, if you can't, you can only increase it. I don't know how much you can increase it. I would have to assume, in fairness to the tenants, yeah. they're not going to let you tell somebody, oh, now your lease, we're, we're raising you 50%. So I'm sure there's some formula they have in their pages of 75 pages, but I, they're not going to fix the apartments up. They're not going to fix it. And, Dottie, I've written a lot of articles on this law already. And every article I write, it says this is called the Tenant Protection Act, and the tenants are going to be the ones that lose the most. So, Andrew, you know, you gotta, you'll keep us updated because I, th I think that what really happens is that in, it was all in good intentions to, yes. to protect tenants from maybe some, some rental properties where the owners have tons of money. And or from from and look, there are some bad people that try to you know not bad that they're going to kill you, but really taking advantage. So I think that the intention was really good, but I think that if they didn't think it through, or they're not sometimes business people, okay, yes. and they're not in the business, they might be smart academically, but they're not in the real world, and they're you know uh, sometimes they're politicians. Not, they're politics. They don't have jobs. Politics is yeah. their job. And then you put a real person in the room who gets it, I don't think they meant, but I think some of it's going to backfire and really hurt tenants. But I want everyone to hear what Dottie just said. I don't think the politicians meant wrong. No.
They just got it wrong. So we shouldn't be angry about it. We should ask for changes to it and to update it and to make it better. And there's already, Dottie, there's already legislative proposals to update it. There's already lawsuits about it. But I want to digress for a second and just go because you are asking me about rent regulated. I want people to know the most important part of the law, I think, isn't even about rent regulated. And our listeners need to know this. What it says is the amount of money on a market rate property, not rent regulated, that you can get before occupancy is one month. It caps security. It caps advanced payments. It says the most you can get before you move in is one month. So if you're going to go rent a place, our listeners out there, they can't collect more than one month before you get the keys. And I think that's very important for everyone to know. Well, you see, I, I kind of think that might not be fair. I mean, I think that it might be fair because, it looks, two months rent could be a lot of money, and then it might knock somebody at the ball, out of the ballpark. However, you can always negotiate. Um, and so, Dottie, way, it's interesting you said that. because You can always negotiate. It doesn't mean they'll do it, but they might. And, and, but the other thing is, if you're a tenant, you have to give that money. If you're a landlord, you have to give the money back. That's, your, that's just yeah. your protection, right, so that somebody doesn't wreck your apartment. Correct 100 percent, Dottie. I'm going to tell you something. I wrote about this because I agree with you. I think that – and this just shows you how policy works. I think that there should be an exemption if an apartment's over a certain amount of money, meaning that this might be able to apply for tenants that don't have equal bargaining position where landlords are just trying to keep them out if they're paying $1,200, $1,300. But at some point, $5,000 tenants, $10,000 tenants, why are they being subject to all these protections? Why do they get these benefits too? It's ridiculous. But why wouldn't you also give a landlord ten benefit if they rent, and it would help somebody whose credit score is not good? Like you That's see, interesting, too, Dottie. That's good. So you're saying check. prepay so if you have a say, bad credit you score. Know what? Somebody made a mistake in their life. They didn't manage money well. Their credit score is not great. And now you can't get an apartment with a bad credit score. I would say, which we negotiate, well, yes. if a landlord is willing to take a risk on this person, this man or woman, Okay, and say, look, all right, I'll understand that your credit score is not good because you lost your job and that was, uh, and it took you a year to find another one, but now everything is good. But, be, but because I'm taking a greater risk, just like with mortgage rates, well, then yeah. I, I would want to get a bigger down payment because of, of upfront money and because I, this way I'm insured that if you stop paying rent on me and you know it was a whole You're other subject, how long it takes to get somebody out. They could live in oh, yeah. six months without paying rent. So Easy. I think it's good to talk about. I really think it's interesting, and I'd love to hear any of the listeners, any of your views on it. I have two questions. I want to just get to them right now. I have um, Margaret from New York. Hi, Margaret. Yes. Yes, hello. Hi. Um, I have a question for you about rent-stabilized apartments in co-op apartment buildings. Um, in the past, when a rent-stabilized tenant vacated an apartment, my landlord fixed it up and rented it at fair market value. Does the new law change that at all? Is he restricted a, now in either how much he can charge or whether it can come out of the uh, rent-stabilized system? So there's, it depends on whether it's ETPL, Emergency Tenant Protection Act, rent-stabilized or rent-controlled. But at the end of the day, yes, he's restricted. There are restrictions. There are um, stops on when people get kicked out of the place, and it depends who owns it. So if it's the original sponsor, completely blocked, can't do it. If it's a private owner, there are some ways around it still. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you. And I have Mike from New York City. Hi, Mike. Can you hear me, Mike? I have a question, Mike. actually. I live here. Yes. 
Okay, no, we didn't hear Hi. you at first. We can hear you. Good morning. Y- yes, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a real estate question, actually. Um, long story short, I live here in Westchester, and um, I have two upper-tier properties that was artificially trans- uh, what, uh, trans- Transferred? Um, um, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Trespassing water upon our property on a lower-tier property. So to this, I had gone to small claims court, and I've won both cases of judgments, actually. But long nice. story short, the water is still um, persisting, actually, causing damages to our backyard on a lower tier. Want to know why? I'm sorry? Want to know why? Small oh, yes, claims sir, court can't issue an injunction, meaning an injunction saying that they're not allowed to keep doing it. You went to the wrong court. You got to go and get an injunction saying that they have to stop doing it and get specific performance to require them to fix it. That's something you'd have to do in a Supreme Court action. Okay, that that was one of the questions I wanted to ask, actually, because since I had already gone to small claims court, I was told that uh, since the since the the uh, issue it would be or the material facts would still be the same, then I can't bring up this case again in Supreme Court. That's not exactly true. So you should consult with a lawyer because to go to Supreme Court, you really should have a lawyer. Small claims court is something that we could do on our own when it's under $5,000 in damages. But what you need to do is you need a judge's order that says, hey, neighbor who's making the water come down, go fix this now. And if you keep doing it, there's going to be continual damages. And I really recommend you speak to a real estate attorney on that because this is some niche stuff. Now, it might be an advantage, not a disadvantage. They already went to small claims court because we already have what's a concept called res judicata, meaning that we've already determined some of these issues that the judge is going to be able to go forward with. Mm -hmm. So please see a lawyer, and I'm sure they can help you with this thing. But how complicated is that? It seems so like it's too it, it's, complicated. It, Dottie, I'm, I don't want to use the word complicated. I want to use the word time-consuming. Time. So it's a, when you go to Supreme Court, it takes a long time. It takes a lot of money. It's a real pain in the neck. But that's the only way to get an order to make them change it. I understand clearly. I understand clearly. And to this, I, I think you've pretty much answered my question. And uh, you guys have a terrific day, and you have a terrific program running there. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Sorry about that. That doesn't oh. seem quite fair, you know, yeah. that if somebody's water is hurting your property, that you have, because probably it's not, I, I'm, I'm assuming the cost and the time of it is probably, you know, not worth it. But it I, depends how much his property is worth, Dottie. So we yeah. got to know more about it. That's why I was sending him yeah. to attorney. So hopefully they'll help him out. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's an interesting, interesting, uh, really interesting. Welcome back. I've got some questions, and uh, and then we're going to talk a little about what's going on with financing. And I have a lot of stuff that's going on in real estate. I can't wait to share it with you. Be back right after break. I am real estate. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.